What's up, everybody? This is the HodgePodge of Nothingness Podcast, and I am David Core bringing you the quick hits on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, yesterday's game, man, guys, that was more like it, huh? That was great to actually see the bats hitting and um, and Keller just with a dominant performance. But uh, I'll get into that in a minute. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, scoring recap here. Let me hit the thing. Um, top of the first, Pirates, uh, there was a call. Uh, it was the um, double play that Santana hit into. Uh, McCutcheon was on third, but it got challenged. It got it got turned over. They originally called him out, but they uh, the review showed that he was safe, so McCutcheon scored. So that made it one nothing Pirates. Then top the third, Hayes singled on a ground ball, uh, scoring Brian Reynolds two nothing Pirates. And then Jiwon Bay singles with two on two outs to score uh, Kebron Hayes and Sawinski uh, four nothing Pirates. And that would be all that was needed. Um, let's go ahead and take a look at the box score. Um, for the Pirates, uh, McCutcheon was 1-for-5 with a run, um, 2Ks. Reynolds was 1-for-4 with a run, 2Ks as well. Santana was 0-for-5, uh, but did have the RBI, uh, 1K. Swinski was 1-for-2 with a run, 2 walks, only 1K. Um, Hayes was 1-for-4 with a run and an RBI, 2Ks. Marcano 1-for-2, and then Castro was 0-for-1. Bay was 1-for-4 with 2 RBIs and 1K. Palacios was 0 for 3. Um, Connor Joe had a pinch hit. He was 0 for 1. And then Hedges was 1 for 2 with 2 walks and 1K. And then the pitching, Keller, 7 innings, 4 hits, 0 runs, 0 unruns, 0 walks, 13 Ks. Holderman had uh, 1 inning, 2 hits, 2 Ks. And then Bednar, 1 inning, 1 hit, 2 Ks to close it out. Um, my takeaways, guys, from the game... Uh, you know, I wanted to give Shelton some love. Um, I, I've been on his case a little more lately uh, over the way this team's been playing. But uh, yesterday, a couple things that I that I I thought was good moves by him. Uh, the first thing I liked was challenging that call early. Um, it was an important uh, challenge to make because of the fact that we had guys on base. You don't want to have two outs uh, and have the base pass cleared. Uh, calling him safe kept him on the base path with a chance to put up more runs. Uh, the Carlos Santana double play I'm talking about, and um, I thought that was really a great call by Shot. I know it was early; it was a gutsy thing to do, but it was it was the right thing to do. I thought, and it was good to see him challenge that, and they got it right. Um, another thing he made the decision to do that I really like was uh, have Kutch be leadoff. Um, Kutch gets on base a lot; he's been getting on base a lot this season, a lot of walks. So you know in I know that he was he's not hitting for average. You usually like to have your leadoff hitter be hitting around 300, uh, but in most cases it hasn't happened with the Pirates as much. Um, so uh, he gets on base a lot, so that was that was a smart move to shake it up a little bit and have him be the leadoff guy. Uh, I also liked um, Marcano and Bay up the middle as your middle infield. Man, that I really like that. Like I, 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 the more and more I looked at it after Marcano made that really nice play and the flip to Bay to get the out of second – I was just like, man, you know, that is actually probably their fastest middle infield because Bay's the quickest kid on the team, and Marcano in his own right is pretty quick. So I thought about it, and I was like, hmm, that's those guys can cover a lot of ground. So that, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense to go ahead and go with those two up the middle, and I, I would like to see more of it more often. I honestly would um, because – Personally, at shortstop, I, uh, Castro is, he is a liability at shortstop. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Marcano definitely is the better fielder. Some might argue that Owings might be the best fielder 
at shortstop out of all of them. Um, but he just he, he he can't hit the ball. Marcano's a better hitter. So with him at short and Bay at second, I I I think Bay plays better at second than anywhere else as well. I think that's probably his natural position more than anywhere else. And and so I I like Marcano and Bay up the middle. Um, how about the bats showed up? That was nice to see seven hits, and they were actually two for seven with runners in scoring position. Yes, of course, you'd like to see more, but I'll take that. That's better than 0 for 7, 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. So it was it was good to see them go two for seven with runners in scoring position. Um, the only thing I'm, I'm getting really worried about is uh, the lack of the long ball from the Pirates lately. Um, I was looking at some things, and they've only had – uh, three home runs in their last eight games, and that's that is not good. Um, and I, and a lot of games, I'm only seeing like one double in the game. I think the last two games, there was only one double in the game from the Pirates. So it's not even just it's not even just home runs. It's just extra base hits in general. They're just they're just not hitting the ball far, with the exception of a couple of them, and, that, and that's 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 concerning. Um. What else? How about Austin Hedges getting on base three times? He had a hit and uh, he got walked twice. Um, he raised his batting average to one fifty. How about it, huh? Uh, just, just I can't help it. It's just too funny. Um, I thought that uh, I thought that Bay's timely hit to score two runs. I thought that really put the dagger in the O's. I really did. The Orioles. I, I think with Keller on the mound, the last thing they could afford to do. Was go down, you know, by four runs and Bay with with two outs. I believe that timely hit to score those two guys. That was that was a great hit by him. Um, again, Bay Bay just to, to me personally, Bay just proves why he needs to be playing more on this team. Like 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 he like I said, he's electrical in the base pass. I know he got thrown out yesterday, but in general, he leads the league. I think still in stolen bases. He and I've I've repeated this several times about him turning all these different walks and singles into doubles and triples. And when he does hit, he hits in a timely manner. Like these these hits these timely hits are important. And he he always has some kind of impact on the game. If he could just minimize the errors when he's filling, that'd be great. Um, Holderman scared me yesterday. Uh, he kept leaving the ball over the plate, and I was getting nervous as hell because with that. Those guys, man, they, they they got some guys that can swing for power, and I was getting really nervous when he got two guys on because he kept putting the ball to play, and he kept hitting the ball. I was like, man, one of these guys is going to cream this damn baseball, and it's going to be a 4-3 ball game real quick. But he settled down, and he, and he struck two of them out to get out of it. So, But, man, he, he made me nervous. I thought it was going to be like that game a while back towards the beginning of the season when he crumbled. He made me nervous. But other than that, he, he got out of it, and nothing happened. Um, What else? You know, I thought it was really strange uh, yesterday, uh, this series that the Pirates only had one error this series, which is really good. But the strange thing part about it is, is that it was Brian Hayes that had the error. Like that error yesterday, I don't, I couldn't believe he he mishandled that and it went flying right past him. Like I, I it was just a, it was just a strange thing. Um, I, I it was just strange that they, this whole series the only error was was Hayes. And but I'm really glad to see that they lowered the amount of errors because that was killing them as well. So that's a good thing moving forward. So my player of the game, and I think this would be obvious to everybody, uh, Mitch Keller. Uh, I mean, just absolutely dominating. Uh, he is now a top five pitcher in the league in ERA. He is now a top three in the league in Ks with 69 Ks. I 
went ahead and started looking at some of the things that everybody was putting on uh, Twitter and everything else, and just listen to this stuff, guys. Joe Block, Pirates Mitch Keller, last 30 starts, a 290 ERA. Somebody put this on Facebook that uh, Keller's 13Ks, zero walks. He's only the third time it's been done by a Pirate in history. And then uh, Michael Henry, uh, the fort, he was on her talking about his pitch mix, about how with 13 strikeouts, he was thrown his four-seamer the most, then his sinker, his sweeper, and his curveball. He was averaging around six four-seams, four sinkers, two sweepers, and then a curveball mixed in with every one of his Ks. Then I was looking at, I was on fantasy uh, baseball looking at stuff, and they just couldn't, just a glowing review on him. Uh, Keller recorded a career 13 strikeouts, making his second game of the season with double digits, and hasn't allowed a run over his past two starts, lowering his ERA to 238. The right-hander has shown flash before, but he's currently in the best stretch of his career and has a ridiculous 69-14 to 14 strikeout-to-walk ratio in 56.2 innings this season. Um, another thing I saw here in reference to the 13 strikeouts and the no walks and no runs allowed, this is, uh, he's the first pirate pitcher to ever do that since the live ball era, which is since 1920. Absolutely amazing. I wanted to look at his stats, uh, just to see like how much he has risen uh, from what he was a couple years back to now, just to give you an idea, in 2021, Mitch Keller's ERA was a 6.17 ERA. In 22, it was a 3.91. And remember, he started off rough at first, went to the bullpen, came back, and just completely uh, had a second, uh, a different second half last season. And then, so this season right now, he has a 2.38. Just think about that: 6.17 and 21, 3.91 and 22. And a 238 right now in 2023. I went down over here over to look at some other things. His whip, because remember, that was the big thing with Mitch, was that it was his control. So it was a 1788 and 21, a 1396 and 22, and it currently now is a 1.024. That's how much better he is uh, this year, this season with his control. Now, another one that I really like to look at for pitchers is FIP. Now, FIP stands for Fielding Independent Pitching, okay? And that means how much does he not have to rely on his fielding? How, how dominant is he with strikeouts and getting outs on his own, not needing his fielding to back him up, okay? So in 2021, oh, and just, to, uh, just so you understand, what is considered a great FIP is a three. Just keep that in mind. And the average is a four FIP. A 4.0. So in 21, his FIP was a 4.30. In 22, it was a 3.88. It is, in 2023, 2.63. That is an elite FIP, guys. That is, that is, that is really impressive. And incredible what Mitch Keller has turned into for the Pirates. And they they better start offering him uh, a contract quick. They be, they better start sitting down with him, and they better start figuring figuring something out with him right now, because that price tag is going up, 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 and and pretty soon 
they're not going to be able to meet his 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 asking price. So they better they better sit down. And they better get something figured out. Uh, my least valuable player of the game was uh, Carlos Santana. Uh, I, I know he got the RBI after they re- they reversed the, the the out call and the double play, um, but he's 0 for, he went zero for five. Uh, his average is down to two thirty nine. Um, and his last seven games, he's three for twenty three. He's batting one thirty. It's his batting average. His on base percentage is two fifty nine, and his slugging is one thirty. I mean, that's that's a putrid uh, slugging percentage. So I, I, my man, I don't know. I don't think he. I hope he's not starting to wind down. But they're using him so much at first base that with with Choi being gone, man, I, I they've got to start letting uh, Connor Joe get more time at first and get, get this guy some breaks because i i'm i'm already starting to worry about him but um all right guys uh i'm gonna do i'll do the on the farm segment and the game preview tomorrow since uh they don't have a game tonight um and then uh yeah i'll do that tomorrow and i'll talk to you guys then um remember to uh subscribe to the podcast uh if you're enjoying what i'm doing here uh if you could do it on spotify i'd really appreciate that um, don't forget that I am also on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast with Dave Ribeiro from SteelersSanctuary.com. Uh, don't forget, uh, I don't know if I've told you guys this yet, but my podcast, the Hodgepodge of Nothings podcast, now has its own TikTok. So if you like TikTok, uh, look it up. Um, I put stuff on there too. I, I do cigars and I do uh, different um, bourbons that I, I drink and whiskey scotches that I try. Um, so uh, give it a look. All right, guys. Take care. I'm out.